This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. This is the Amon Green Show. Yes, that Amon Green. Not a different one. The one that you all know and love. We really love having him as a part of the Ticket Weeknights lineup here every Thursday from 6 to 7. Uh, Amon, we'll start the segment off with a question from the text line. I think you addressed it last week, um, but just to to make sure, uh, someone says their nephew plays Rocket League for Ottawa University, uh, and are there scholarships available for esports at UNL? Uh, yes, they are. We have uh, 10 uh, scholarships right now. Um, they're partials, and there's obviously there's, if you're an in-state student, it's basically, they're both around, equal out. I think around twelve thousand a year, and that breaks down to three thousand per per year, fifteen hundred per semester, and then a little bit of bump for um, uh, out of state students as well. So um, we have that offer, and we have actually at the moment we're we have seven left. I just offered and uh, rewarded three scholarships out to our first um, group of uh, I say rewardees of earning scholarships. Uh, one one Brittany plays uh, Overwatch, uh, Ethan plays Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart, and I'm trying to think. Oh, and okay, I can't think of his name right now, but he's a Rocket Leaguer as well. He's a Rocket League player, so we have three so far given out, and we'll start the process next week, and we have seven more to give out before, you know, between now and, and fall semester. What is that process? Is that you going on the road to, to tournaments and, and scouting, or is that something that the kids apply for themselves? What is that process? Oh, yeah, the process is like the first one. Like you said, me going out there recruiting. So recently, I've just been, I've been, I say, hopeful enough where the kids are actually reaching out to me because they've been seeing the articles, the interviews I've done since the, you know, for the three months I've been in, back in Lincoln. And so they're getting my email, they're sending messages, they're getting my Discord, and, and, you know, questioning me, kind of like what what we're talking about now, asking what they need to do, what they, what information they need to give me. So. Once they get in contact, it's some of the basic information of like I would if I was recruiting a traditional sport athlete. Obviously, your stats. Um, if you play Valorant, want to know your main character, what your ranking is with that character. Which I think the highest ranking in uh, Valorant. Don't quote me on this, but I know it's like Radiant or Immortal somewhere in there. And uh, Rocket League is like Grand Champion or Super or actually Supersonic. If you're that's the highest level you can be, and I have and one of the players. Um, that I that we just signed. Uh, he's or actually a player I just talked to is at that supersonic level. So asking their ranking, um, asking their grade point average, their, if they took the SAT or the ACT, what if their high school has esports? Give me their co- their coach's contact information, and then once I see the ranking, once I even see film that I break down, I ask them to send me clips of uh, a full game. Um, some highlights are good, but I would rather have a full game of video. I could sit down, watch a couple games of that player play, and see how they're. And if, if it has comms where I could hear them communicating with their teammates, so I could understand what type of talker they are, if they talk a lot, if they're really detailed, and understand that as part of uh, playing competitive video games, especially when you're on teams, got to have clear communication. So once I get a chance to look at all that and see all the numbers, and then that's when I put my offer out. And for the kids, like I said, I just offered that was they were hitting all the all the green flags that I wanted to get them. Um, offered a scholarship to, them to become the first class of Nebraska esports uh, program. Are you the recruiting department for the Nebraska esports program? Do you have anyone helping you out with that? Oh yeah, no, I got help. I'm not doing yeah. it by myself. I have uh, Alex Fernando, who is our director. Oh, uh, Alex is great. Alex is awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, assistant director of recruitment in the College of Journalism and Mass Communication. So him and I have been working together since I got on campus, and we actually are going to some events here later this month um, uh, down in Kansas City for the Kansas High School Esports uh, Championships. And then I'll be going in May to Texas for the, high, the Texas High School uh, Esports Championships as well to recruit players, get our information out there to uh, players down in Texas. And like I said, also, <clears throat> excuse me, in uh, Kansas City, and also uh, I say in Nebraska as well, because the Nebraska High School Esports Championships is in Concordia this year, so we'll be there checking out and recruiting as well. For those that don't know Alex at the at the J School, the first thing that I knew about Alex once I met him, Amon, is that he is a diehard Husker. Like that's the first thing he wants you to know about himself, and I think that's awesome. Very, <clears throat> excuse me, very true. I mean, when I first met him, I walked in his office and. It was, you could tell he got his master's um, from Nebraska and he's been there. I'll say from from his freshman year till now, <clears throat> he still bleeds red and white and, and it shows. And you got to have that. Obviously, somebody that's giving tours, that is conversating with young young adults to just make their decisions to come to Nebraska, you will want Alex um, definitely talking to him. And then I say with both of us, because I'm the, I'm the same way, I'm very passionate. I got um, a bulldog on my on my right, my left arm that has a Nebraska jersey on, mm. and so I'm I'm all, I'm very passionate about my school, <clears throat> and so for us teaming up, it's like a perfect match because we have the drive, we have the passion, we we explain everything to the to the recruits, and we let them know both you know the good and the bad, and we're not telling them stuff that they want to hear. We're telling them things that they need to hear to make a good solid decision to come to Nebraska, not even for esports, but just to come anyway, and if it does. You know, factor in does it, if the esports program factor in. That's even better, obviously, for myself, for the esports club, and, and the varsity side of it to keep to keep continue to grow. Is Alex helping you do the coaching, or is he just on the recruiting end? Uh, right now, on the recruiting, recruiting, recruiting end, and he's actually he's helped me out with the summer, the summer camp setups. We have summer mm-hmm. camps that are going down this summer. Um, I believe the dates are actually. I'm on my computer right now. Let me look at the dates. Of the summer, we're gonna tag along with the uh, uh, digital media, uh, big red camps, and so that is in June, and it goes from June 11th to June 16th. So during that week, we'll have, I'll have in terms of esports, about an hour to two hour session with high school kids that are signing up, that will be signing up, and we'll be talking about the whole process of becoming a college player, of developing your skills of being a good, solid team player. And then if you want to do anything like content creation, how you create your, your own Twitch channel or YouTube channel, what it takes and what's the drive, what's the plan, what's to run a show that you have to start writing up week by week. Or I say game, I say time, every time you stream a game, you know, what are your topics? What, what are the things that you want to ask your chat or do a giveaway or anything like that to have that fan engagement when you're a streamer or you're doing your own podcast? We have quite a few people watching right now on Twitch, also some on Twitter, and I assume that's going to be uh, our, our younger audience. Is there a sign-up available for them now, or when when can they start getting registered for that opportunity? Uh, they, it's now. Um, hmm. I say I'll. You could get a hold of Alex right now. I don't. I don't have the, the actual link of the website. I know it's Big Red Camp. So if you go on to Nebraska, uh, the UNL, um, I guess like campus landing page. And you look for big red camps. That's where you could get that information. So now that, that you put me on my job, so next show 
I'll make sure <laughs> I have them for you and everybody else out there. So make sure all the kids know where to go sign up for the Big Red Camps. That's going to have the esports, uh, enter the esports class along with the digital media class. Well, Juan, you're on our airwaves. This is your platform. We, we got to help you make sure people show up. You know, can't be running a camp with no one there. Got to get recruits there. A hundred percent. So yeah. So like I said, by next week's show, I'll have that link so I can put it out. Yeah, I can put it in uh, the chat and put it out there on uh, on Facebook and Twitter and every, everywhere else. Uh, we already have a question rolling in about that. Is this for high school kids only, or what, is there an age range you're looking at? So right now it's high school kids, and I'm looking to build out for younger ages as well because I understand that it's happening at the middle school level and at the elementary school level. I mean, I've, I've driven around Lincoln enough in the past four months since I've been in town, and I've noticed that the Boys and Girls Club, they have esports um, uh, programs or esports seasons where they're playing Fortnite or Roblox or Minecraft and getting get kids started in like the um, I say the gateway games to get them playing into you know, understanding the whole process of being a competitor in the in the virtual space and in the esports space to now then graduate them up to the bigger better you know bigger games like Valorant like Overwatch two, two and right like Rocket League. What are those gateway games? So, like I mentioned, my, my, uh, Minecraft, Roblox, I say Fortnite, mm. because it's games that are, I say, for their level, they can understand it real quick. Like Minecraft and Roblox, they are creative games where they basically build a house or they build, they learn how to build. It's just like when I, when I was little, you put the blocks in front of a kid or Lego set in front of a kid, and you here you go, put stuff together. It's just like that, but this is in a digital sense. But you, they've made it an esports where. You have to build something in the in fast as possible. So I've heard of the leagues doing Minecraft where you got to build a car, and it has to look like a car, and it has to feel like it has to be able to be driven, you know, within the game. So you got about five minutes, I think, or so five to ten minutes to build this car, build whatever is on the list, and whoever finishes the build out and it looks good and it drives good, that's the winner. So I've been hearing about that over the last few years. That's awesome. Uh, one from the text line for you as well. Uh, Ellis says, just want to thank Amon for what he's done, continues to do for Nebraska. Years ago when he played for the Packers, my son's favorite team uh, was the Packers, and uh, you were his son's favorite player. He loved wearing his number 30 jersey everywhere. Uh, Ellis's son went on to be an All-American athlete at Nebraska and was recently in some NBA classes uh, with you, was super pumped about it. Uh, Ellis then also says, thanks for being such a great representative of Nebraska and good luck in your endeavors. Iman, you've been with the ticket for about a month now, and we would say the same thing about you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm very passionate about whatever I do. Um, I was passionate back as a freshman coming on campus. I remember Coach Solich having a conversation with me um, to ask me if I wanted a red shirt. And and I basically said, Coach, look, I don't want a red shirt. I know I can help this team win right now. I'll be the punter. I'll help out Jesse. Um, or I kick off return. Or I'll be the water boy. I'll, I'll do whatever for I don't have to register because I know, like I said, I could be a, I could get on that football field now and play as a freshman in any position. And and he's like, okay, well, that kind of that makes you make it easy on me. So yeah, I guess you're not redshirting. So yep. And then after that, the hard part for me, I had to pick my number. And then uh, I asked him what was available, and he said, uh, okay, we got we have these numbers. And then oh, by the way, we got number thirty. And I'm like looking at him. We both know who wore that number before me. Mm-hmm. Nobody did other than Michael Gier. And I'm like, really? And he said, yeah, well, just think about it overnight and get back to me tomorrow. You don't have to make a decision now. So I did that. I went back to my dorm room in Abel Hall on the third floor and called my, my older brother, Jerry, and I asked him. I told him the story that Coach Solis offered me a, 
Mike Rozier's number. And my brother said, so what's the problem? And I'm like, and you know who wore that? You know, it was Mike Rozier. He won the Heisman. He won a national title. And all this other stuff I was rattling off. And my brother goes, you know what? You don't have to worry about that. Uh, create your own path. Fill your own shoes. And uh, it's going to be a lot easier. And then when he said that, it just kind of made sense. He said the best that he, if, if for him saying that, that just kind of made everything really easy. So I just thought about it that way. I feel in my own shoes. I know what a lot of respect for Mark Rozier, but this is, you know, my time. And I'm, a, you know, basically pay respect to him by playing hard as he would, but playing hard in my way. And then basically that's what I did my freshman year. And for the years I was uh, playing football at number 30. Was that the reason you kept 30 in the NFL as long as you could? Uh, pretty much, pretty much. I, I, I did. I remember one year. I see before my rookie year, I was going to ask for 34, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stick to 30. That's what something I've been rolling with for the past three years. Um, right towards the end of my career, my last season, I ended up wearing 34 for half a season. Uh, John Kuhn had it in Green Bay. He was a fullback at that time. And uh, he actually put a price tag on it. And I was like, no, it's all good. I, I wore it <laughs> enough. And I, I believe everybody knows what, you know, me and number 30, they understand who that is. So I wasn't worried about that. So I ended up wearing 34 for like part of the 2009 season. Does the Nebraska eSports team have jerseys? Uh, yes, they do. So they have jerseys right. they created for themselves back three years ago. Um, but come fall, we already are working on a design now that's coming out, be coming out in the fall for the varsity team. So the club team jerseys are will are and will be the current jerseys that are out now that you can find if you're in the Discord for Nebraska Esports. But come the fall, we'll have another design jersey coming out just for the varsity team players. Is that something you're able to work with Adidas on and see if they can uh, help you with input from your players? Well, right as of right now, we're not in the academic department, so I got to go out and uh, you know reach out on my own to other companies. But if that ever happens, you know we are always looking to get into the athletic department um, here on campus because we—I mean, I know very well I, I was here. I was an Adidas athlete when I was on campus because I had to wear the jerseys and the shoes and the socks. So obviously, if we could get in there as the esports program, that would be fantastic. And then we'll know. We obviously. We know we will get good product from head to toe, not just esports jerseys, but head to toe of what every product, every product that uh, Adidas puts out from backpacks to shoes to hoodies to hats and everything. And I think the kids will definitely enjoy that. And obviously, in a recruiting sense, that would be huge because then our recruits would see that the esports program is being supported by the school, by being in the athletic department, and also you know wearing the same gear as all the other traditional sports on campus. So those are the, the jerseys. Do you guys have, as the eSports team, just an outfit you wear to tournaments, or is it just come presentable, each athlete their own? Uh, we will. So the idea is to have every player have you know, their kit, player and coach. So that would be a, a jersey, a T-shirt, a hoodie, and a backpack, and a hat or a beanie, if not both, and obviously sweatpants when we get on the road uh, to have the face-to-face -face, uh, competitions. That's awesome. This is the Amon Green Show here on 93.7 The Ticket. We got one more segment with the Husker Hall of Famer, the Green Bay Packer legend Amon Green. Talking Husker football, talking new sports. We got one more segment with him after this.